Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And what is that hat? That looks like a new hat. I kind of like it. I bought this for my wife, but then I've been, I just took it. I took it from her. It's just another waste management hat I got done. Oh, there. I like it. It's like, the, cool. it's like the Arizona, the desert sunset. It's a really good one. <clears throat> I like the one Drew got too, though. He got a big old fucking shit, shit only he can pull off. The big old uh, floppy hat. It was just really some sunny better. out. He, he needed, uh, yeah, he needed some sun, sun protection. Yes, it is hump day here. We are gambling, gambling, gambling. Uh, we had a fun one yesterday. Did you watch any? <clears throat> Maybe silly because there was a lot of tennis. Actually, there wasn't for a bit. I sat down, uh, got right. to the Manorino. Uh, who's Manorino playing? Eubanks. On the, on the, Eubanks, Manorino. Eubanks serving for the set, broken somewhat easily as Manorino just cranked it up. And then it just started raining. I got to watch one, you know, one game of tennis essentially. And then they stopped play. They went to the warm up on the women's side. They stopped play, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm done watching sports for the night." I didn't actually watch the uh, Wisconsin game. I guess I wish I would have. I don't understand. And this is this is like me serving it up on a platter for you, because you are a strong critic of college basketball at times, especially in the middle of the season. It's like, yes, it's it's a much worse product, which is just to say like, hey, minor league baseball is a worse project than, than major league. It's the same thing, obviously. It, may, it makes sense, but Wisconsin went <clears throat> over nine minutes without scoring to close the game. Like, it just feels like you Not would have to... Mad. It's amazing. I mean, you, you would just have to, like, accidentally get fouled. It's nine minutes. It's a quarter of the game per near. How do you how do you not accidentally at least shoot some fucking free throws? I mean, maybe I didn't I didn't even go and fact check if they maybe they missed four free throws in that stretch, but like, it, it feels like an accomplishment to not score for nine minutes in a game. I believe you were favored in. That is something. Yeah, and then yes, UAB UAB pushed the minus two, and that was a good game. And congrats to Conference USA who has. Uh, both teams in this NIT final from the USA, so they will win the NIT title. They won the CBI title, and they have a Final Four team. So, Conference USA, it is your time to shine. No one will remember this in a year and a half, but let's get excited about it now. Uh, I could see not go, I could see not scoring a basket for nine minutes, but not scoring any points. You can't draw a foul. You can't get in there and do anything. Like I'm pretty sure teams again have gone eight, nine, maybe even 10 minutes without a three-pointer or a field goal. But to not even have one guy on your team that's like, all right, it's been three minutes, we haven't scored, let's get it to a big guy and just turn and uh, turn around and get knocked over. Like, we got to find some way to do something here. Or you take a guard and you just send him flying in there and just like, but that's... Yeah, just go, if you go to the rack on like eight straight possessions, you're getting a what's your What's your median scoring? Uh, like seven? Like you should have like six or seven points. Yeah, like five or six points, something like that. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was know. it was a whole damn thing. So such is life. That's basketball. We're gonna do it again tonight. I didn't have a pick in this, but I will say, my friends like, uh, like UAB. UAB. Oh, that that's tomorrow. It is it is tomorrow. So no games tonight. We're at that point where even the the small, you know the 
whatever. No college the small tournaments are starting to wrap up. So no ball today. I'm seeing a lot of people giving out UAB minus one F oh, minus two over North Texas. So maybe maybe I'll join them on there. But tomorrow, a lot more than just the you know NIT final going on. We have Major League Baseball opening day. Matt's giving you some features of the last few weeks, but especially I don't know if NIT still plays a third place game. Brett, that's interesting. Sure. The like third it. place, third place games have always been hilarious. Like in major soccer tournaments across the globe and in Europe, obviously the third place match just last week in golf, but like third place matches are so fun to watch sometimes where you see like one team or individual just I wish tennis does not. Oh my God. I was saying, I was just going to say like, you should have these at major tennis tournaments. You should have this in the NFL. Can you imagine a third place NFL game? <laughs> just like, oh, you almost went to the no Super one would Bowl. play. No oh one would show. Oh my god! Up. Like, hey, do you want you guys want to try to get hurt, or hey, do, do you guys want to have concussions for no reason? Play seven on place? seven. Yeah, but I don't know about the third place game. I have no idea. I'll fact check that tomorrow. Baseball, but more importantly, the Valero Texas Open. And I did make some outrights. I talked about them with Noonan yesterday. I'm just gonna. I, I don't even know if I put them in the Discord. I'm just trying to get, to, you know, do those guys a favor. My outrights don't hit. Come damn close. I had a good one last week, and then he got Vertigo flamed out. I guess I should have bet Burns after we put him in the one and done. But a good it's week tough golfing for, with Vertigo. This is a good week for a dart. I mean, it's tough golfing. Golfing with Vertigo. I can't believe he keeps playing. Like yeah, That's what I, I was saying to some of the people. Like, he plays with Vertigo. Like you said, it's hard enough to be balanced when your brain chemistry is right. Like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's, uh, I know, I just think of, I think of Liza Minnelli on Arrested Development. That's like my only experience with like actual, that's just acting too. Good job, Liza. Um, Valero, Texas Open Outrights. These are the four I've bet so far. I don't think I'm adding any more. I love Siwoo, obviously, but he's pretty much the favorite to begin with. Hatton's super scary with the hand injury and the low price. So good week to take some shots. If you're the kind of guy who likes to take some shots on first round leader, this is a good week to play a six-pack of those at big prices. Uh, find some guys with some streaky putting and some good irons. Maybe a little longer a little longer uh, off the tee as you can take advantage of some of these holes in that spot. Not a true bomber's paradise, but like three-quarter bomber's paradise maybe. Uh, Davis, Rye, Smalley, and Akshay Bacha. Baksha, 110 to 1. Some places had him as high as 150 to 1. You practiced after, that, didn't you? After, well, I mean, Bacha's a, he's a, he's a guy we like. He's a, he's a guy you follow. And he's, you know, after a, a decent performance last week in the alt event, he had a, you know, a stretch where he was, you know, like seven under through nine uh, with a, with a bogey in there or something. It was ridiculous. He can really get hot. There's places that up to 150 to one, maybe still do on him. Alex Smalley's guy, I bet repeatedly, especially in, this is not an alt event, but it's, Damn near an alt event kind of uh, field with so many players just taking off and heading over to Augusta. Uh, 80 to 1 was way too much on him. Aaron Rye, Brett, I like him a bit at 60, not quite 60. Anyone who bets a bookmaker knows you do not get 60 to 1. You get plus 59.86 or something ridiculous. So that's how they like to do their outrights. And Mr. Cam Davis, I'm going to probably cheer for a Cam two weeks in a row with him and Mr. Smith next week. 50 to 1, that's another one I like. I think Noonan agreed on some of these. It's going to be a spot where 
We do need some guys who can find the greens because putting is going to be slow but still tricky. Like I said, bombers aren't going to be uh, just living in the lap luxury here, but it is advantageous on a few of the holes. So guys can a guy that can piss rope it off the tee and uh, keep it on the fairway is going to be going to be kind of uh, one of your better bets this week. So Valero Texas Open, it's happening. It feels like I don't know what the, what the comparison was. What's a what's a shitty 250 before like Wimbledon? This is like I don't want a dog on Eastbourne. That's a good yeah. tournament. That's true. I'm trying the to boodle, think. It's the Birmingham. Boodles. It's the Boodles. Do you remember Birmingham. the Boodles? That was like an excellent. Oh god. Issue. Yeah, that's not a real tournament guy, but yeah, this is Birmingham, guys. And not the good one that you see in Peaky Blinders. So yeah, um, it's like Birmingham or like Palermo before the French Open or Yeah. No, it's it's truly just kind of like a it's an appetizer before you get the your favorite meal of the entire year. So um all right, NBA, where I still need the Bulls to lose every single game um, from here on out. I think I, they have like, I think I, yeah, no chances happening. There's a lot they're going to be close or favorites in, but uh, we did get did end up getting one of these homes. The Trailblazers will not finish above 500. So one NBA future for me in the uh, in the books at this point, and a full slate. I'm trying to look at the standings now. The Timberwolves are so close to not being in the in the players, or excuse me, in the in the play-in tournament. What do you what do you price that for me? Like Timberwolves to be sixth or higher. What do you think the odds are? I'm sure you looked at the schedule here or there. I know that's I'm gonna pull up the schedule real quick here. I mean, it's I think it's them and, and I mean honestly, Andy, they're only a game behind fifth. So you've got to yeah. think about the Warriors. You've got to think about the Clippers. Um, it's plus something because I mean, Golden State is a better team. The Clippers are a better team. They're going to generally be favored more. You know, I look for the Clippers the rest of the way. It's Memphis, Memphis, New Orleans, Lakers, Portland, Phoenix. Now, John Morant's back. That's not the easiest schedule in the world. You look at the mm-hmm. Warriors here. They've only got three road games left. Uh, one is in Portland. That should be pretty easy. They've got a Sacramento team that might not be trying. Yeah, the Warriors schedule here at San Antonio, Denver, Oklahoma City, Sacramento, Portland. I mean, uh, they're going to be prohibitive favorites in three of those games probably short you know pretty close to coin flips in the other two and then minnesota you look um you know phoenix lakers trailblazers nets spurs pelicans a little tougher than maybe what the warriors offer so i mean this game tonight against phoenix is good is really important but i'd say the the timberwolves are, are probably going to finish at seventh my guess is they'd be like yeah. plus 150 ish to get the six maybe not quite plus 200 somewhere in that in that range yeah, that's fair. And saying, yeah, there's some pushovers. You have the Spurs, you have the Blazers, probably beat the Pelicans at home, but you also have the Suns Lakers. It's uh it's a whole thing. And you and it it appears that I do believe it is Warriors with a game. Warriors have played one extra game. So the Warriors only have five games left, I guess. Yeah, this will be interesting. Either way, I'm I'm excited to watch the play in tournament. One of my favorite things that a team is added. Like anytime teams or excuse me, leagues add to their playoffs, it's usually not better. I fucking love to play it. Like it's a fun then little. Why does the hey, like? Let's, let's do this. Why let's does do the final part. four of like the NCA suck so much? I don't know. That bothers me. But you're right. I like to play a tournament for the NBA, but the extra yeah. games oh, yeah. they added the to the bracket four? drive me nuts. Yeah, the first four. It's like ah, oh, it's fun because we get to gamble on something on like Tuesday and Wednesday night. 
of that week. But otherwise, it's like, this is stupid. This was a terrible, dumb idea for no reason. Whereas the playing game is awesome. So, you know what? I'm cheering for the Wolves to be in the seventh. I want to see them hosting. Back-to-back Jesus playing I... champs. Only yeah, team that, ever to that do would it. Be Let's something. get it done. Nobody would have ever done that. And it would be like the Thunder. I mean, right now, it, you'd be facing the the baby Thunder. That'd be a fun match, actually. So, all right. Well, tonight, what are we, uh, what are we doing? Anything with the Timberwolves? Ten games tonight. Three of them I have bets in. Some quick thoughts on the others. The Mavericks four-point underdogs in Philadelphia. Have to wait and see who's going to play. I I expect Joel Embiid to play tonight. Maybe not James Harden. Um, If Embiid's in, the Sixers should be able to crush this Dallas Mavericks team. They've had trouble with guys like Kyrie Irving before, but and Luka Doncic, and as good as those two guys could be, I mean, this Mavericks team is just a sinking ship. Um, as I look at the standings, one of the things I was most surprised to see, they've finally fallen out. If the playoffs started tomorrow, the Mavericks are not even in the play-in tournament. They're done. Um, so I, I, I see... just saw that, too, when I mentioned the Thunder. I was going to ask you, is it? it's maybe not as funny as the Lakers missing the playoffs that year, but to trade <sighs> what they did for Kyrie midseason and not even make the play-in is objectively very funny. It's not going to be good. I'm going to cheer Cuban's for that. going to not be thrilled about that. But uh, Houston Rockets, big underdogs in Brooklyn. Can't bet the Nets. Um, can't bet the Nets is double as your favorite. Can't bet the Rockets on the road. So happy to skip that one. Thought about maybe an under in the Heat Knicks game, but 223. It's tough to know who's going to be playing for Miami. They're on a back to back here. Out of bio, played a ton of minutes last night. Butler didn't play. So again, too much kind of in the air there. The Thunder, 11 and a half point favorites over the Pistons. Lean towards the Pistons, lean towards maybe an, an under there. Um, but, again, I think Detroit actually with their big man might be able to do something. Just still not quite there yet. Grizzlies, Clippers, Grizzlies four-point favorites at home. No Paul George, the Clippers. Need to see what Morant and all that status looks like. Again, the Grizzlies played last night. So uh, tough to know what's going to happen there. Um, and then the final game of the night, the Sacramento Kings are 14-point favorites in Portland. I came out with 17, but it's hard for me to tell what the edges look like at some of those big numbers because this is a game where uh, Sacramento can win this game with their eyes closed. Like They don't really need to try too hard, so happy to skip that. But three bets I did make. We'll start with the Indiana Pacers. No Tyrese Halliburton, no Chris Duarte, nobody healed. They do have Benedict Mathurin. Miles Turner is questionable, but... There is little to no offense on this team. They go up tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks team, a division opponent that they have put up some big numbers without Tyrese Halliburton this year. I was pretty shocked. Halliburton hasn't played against the Bucks yet this season and won't. This will be the last time Indiana plays. The Bucks defense looking much better over the last couple of weeks and really starting to tune themselves up. Again, the Pacers have, have really shut things down here. Um, you know, as you look, all the playoff teams basically are locked in, I believe, for the Eastern Conference. They're pretty close at this point. It'd be hard for Indiana to get in. So they've really shut things down and um, their point totals continue to fly under unless they're playing a team like the Hawks or the Spurs or someone that's really going to try to push pace. And expect Milwaukee to have a really nice defensive effort tonight. They generally do very well, especially as big favorites, keeping these better teams under. So at this closer to 109, happy to take anything 112 or lower, even 111 and a half is probably fine. And then the Chicago Bulls, the aforementioned Bulls. And I know a lot of times I, I take the money line here instead of the plus two, but I'm only looking at like plus 110, plus 115 on the money line to uh, spread. Here's two. There's even some two and a half popping up, but 
like the Bulls here, is underdogs at home against the Los Angeles Lakers team that, yes, is playing much better basketball. But this will be LeBron James' second game back. He is probable to play tonight, but I really just like the way this Bulls team has been playing basketball. If you look over the last couple weeks, again, especially since they've made um, some significant changes to their starting lineup, again, about three, four weeks ago, they're the better team here, and they're at home. I mean, I have them as short favorites in this spot. So plus two looks really great. Again, you can take the money line if you want. Just thought plus two was a little better than the plus 10, you know, plus 12 I was looking at. Again, plus 115 starting to pop. If you have plus 120, definitely grab that. But like the Bolts tonight, really any way you want. Um, and then Timberwolves, Suns. Your Minnesota Timberwolves uh, go up against the Phoenix Suns. And happy to take it under here. And I was able to get, I guess, the peak of the market here. I'm looking at 235. That's fine. I had this kind of in the 230 range, you know, started it closer to 228 and a half, 229 this morning. Tweaked some things for Carl Anthony Towns. He's in, looks like he's probable tonight. Um, you know, again, generally a great over player here. But as I look at this Phoenix team, especially as they've shortened up the roster here to make that move for Kevin Durant, I've really played at a much slower pace. The Timberwolves, even with um, Carl Anthony Towns in their last game, continue to be a little bit slow. Again, this just doesn't look like the Minnesota team we saw at the beginning of the year. Anthony Edwards has really taken over here, um, holds the ball a little bit more. The offense plays with a little more intentionality. Again, a little less pace here as I start to think about it. But you know, again, my numbers started out here right around 230. As I look at the matchup, I think that there's a great chance that this may be even going under that. So under 235, honestly, even under 234 looks okay. So Pacers team total under one. 12 um really anything 111 and a half or higher bulls plus anything and then timberwolf suns anything 234 or higher going to take the under there yeah i mean it's really tight in these stand I'm, i've just been kind of as you've been talking i've been looking at the standings a little more it's really tight like the mavericks have 37 wins and the four seed suns have 40 wins you know that there's not a big gap still but the mavericks schedule fucking sucks like they said they played two pretty much top teams especially the way the kings have been playing lately and you got the heat the i mean that's a playoff team you got the the hawks are a playoff team the bulls are you know technically in the play-in right now and playing very well like them missing the playoffs feels like i don't want to say a stone cold lock but it feels pretty good right now so that will be uh it'll be pretty funny for me as we go good for them good for them way to make that it's gonna be wild yeah, Kyrie or no. what, what could what, what could have possibly gone wrong with that? So, um, draft odds. This is more of a. Hmm. I saw in the in the schedule. You're you're upset about this. Yeah, this is more of a letter to the editor, <laughs> for the the turd who spent a hundred thousand dollars going to the Super Bowl and can't put up any odds. But then we, I never understood this, and I've worked at a lot of you know places, and I've seen waste, managerial, you know, incompetence. Uh, where it's like, hey, why are we doing this? Why are, why are we using any sort of resources towards this project? And we can't get over-unders open on betting betting for the NFL draft right now. But they took the time and effort to put these running back markets up. First running back drafted, Bijan Robinson, minus 10,000. Probably should be I mean, minus 100,000. Yeah, I mean, you could add a couple zeros there. Like somebody to take Gibbs or Charbonnet over him would be just – John Robinson would probably have to be in prison uh, on the day of the draft, like serving at least a year for that to happen, I would say. And then the, the other thing, too, is like the second running back drafted is Gibbs at minus 5,000. Like it, it's pretty well expected. These are the first two. I'm not sure why they put markets up like this. Like this is 
this is one of those where if you want to put a market up, put third running back up. That's that's interesting. That's something people might actually have takes. And I, I suppose then you're you're opening yourself up to somebody making a plus EV bet at that point that doesn't involve them laying, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to win a small amount on Bijan. But this is this is just sad. Like, come on. Put this is yeah, it's just letter to the editor. Put up over unders, guys. I want to do more draft content around that. I love betting into those. I like to gamble in the draft. You guys suck. This is uh, today's not today's uh, show. Not your affiliates do a better not, job. Yeah, not brought to you by Sportsbook today. Brought to you by you know, it's brought to you by Paige. You can see under there running her Augusta contest. Hey, get into that. It's a free chance to hang out with Paige. What could yeah, be more fun than that? I know it's the whole. Oh, I can't win. I never win things like that. There's do we have to play not, golf? Can we do something else? Like. Uh, you know, the amount of people that are going to be in the contest is, I don't, I have no idea how many people, but it, it, I mean, we capped it at a certain amount, but there's not going to be like a million people you have to beat. And essentially all you have to do is get a better score in the contest than Paige. And then you're thrown into a drawing to golf with her. I got to email some of the people that won the last one. Like they just think you're fucking kidding. Like now. Nah, okay. Like, Hey, I'd like the one guy's like, can you, yeah, I, th- I think I had to follow somebody on Instagram and like message him there to like confirm I wasn't just some scam bot or something. And I'm like, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a person. <laughs> so it was fun. Uh, there's, I, I mean, I saw pictures, I saw videos of it. Reed, our CEO, even went with. Uh, it's kind of the advantages of being a CEO, I guess. He didn't have to win the contest to go along. Is a uh, he just, oh, someone has to be a chaperone. I'll go with. So enter that it's free um we're excited to work with run your pool on this and i think as soon as probably sunday night or monday you can pick your pick your golfers it's just the tier thing where you you pick one golfer from six tiers and low score uh wins so good luck with that if you do enter again it's free and how's the the weather chance you have of no chance it's not entering otherwise yeah come on just enter it's free it's fun matt said it took him like 10 seconds yeah, why, and while you're over there, I mean, enter, start a baseball contest. I entered a 0 through 13 pool. I like those quite a bit. That's I will I will be doing baseball survivor. I think that doesn't start till next week. Most most baseball survivor weeks don't use this first half week as a, as one of the weeks. So I'll look into that this weekend. Um, and then, yeah, how's the weather in Miami? Are we looking to get a full day of tennis in, or is it more uh, regnant? It's always tough to tell, as as anyone knows, Florida, especially that far south, is always a little odd. But I looked early this morning. I'm going to double check right now. It looked okay. It seemed like we should have some tennis today. Um, I don't think that'll be too big of an issue. So we'll see. And, and I agree. It was annoying. And I know Brett was giving you crap in the chat, but he does. He stays up till like 1 in the morning to watch this stuff. It's like, oh, there might be some rain this afternoon. Ugh, it just changed. But he does. Yeah. He actually stays up I, to watch his stuff. But if there's weather, it's it's not fun. I mean, you and I are watched, you gotta go to sleep. I watched him warm up. That was enough for me. So there what actually does look like there's gonna be some rain tonight. So we'll, we'll see. Um, this particular match again, it may be affected as I start to look at this now. I don't know why I missed this this morning. It didn't look like it was there. I must have been looking at the wrong thing. But either way, yeah, it looks like we'll have some rain tonight. So um, you know, we'll see how it goes. But um, a first set over here. Uh, we'll go stack it all the way up. And again, match is supposed to be at seven o'clock tonight. I thought they had a roof here, but I guess based on yesterday, they do not, or it wasn't prepared, but maybe this match will get pushed back either way. 
Ekaterina Alexandrova, Petra Kvitova, just a perfect setup here for the first set overs that we like to play on. This would be a match that um, if I am up watching it, I'm going to play every set over. It's hard to find second set overs pre-match, but as you start to get live, um, two women that play just incredibly long sets, 7-5, seven, 7-6. Seven, um, oh, they do have a roof, but can't be closed? Then they don't have a roof. What does that even mean? Oh, God. That really threw me off. Now I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the day. <laughs> Tennis is stupid. But, yeah, first set over here. Just looks like a classic match where we should see a 7-5, a tiebreaker here at some point in the match. If you have yes tiebreaker odds, which is hard to find, I know our friends at Canby have those sometimes, go ahead. Bet that at anything. That should be plus 200 or better. Um, any number you can find there should really be good. So, yeah, over 9.5, 10.5, 12.5 in the first set. Stack balls all the way up. And then I mentioned yesterday, Andy, there is a little clay tournament. Uh, we've got a WTA 125K or a challenger, depending on which book you look at. But San, San Luis Potosi down in um, South America, uh, Mexico, to be perfectly I guess that's Central America. Or I guess it's, 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 it's North America. It was it's your, America. We're, we're, we're working our way up. I was going to guess the Dominican. So I would have been off. I would have guessed Caribbean. I didn't think it was in Mexico either when I started, but apparently I was. I anyway, Mex Mexico is kind of putting itself on the map. Uh, it's having more. It seems like they're having more and more tennis tournaments lately. Actually, now that I look at on the map, this may be north of Miami. It's hard to tell. Either way. <laughs> We've got a fun little tournament, and they're playing on clay. Um, so it's kind of one of those transition events. Clay season comes here after we finish some of these hardcore events. And uh, Tamara Zidancic, one of my favorite players to bet on clay, goes up against Camilla Rakamova. Rakamova had a nice little run through the last month or so of hardcore season, kind of ramping herself back up. Curious to see what kind of form she'll have when we get back to hardcourts. But on clay, Zidancic, the much better player here. I had it closer to a minus 145, minus 150 favorite. So anything even minus 120, minus 125 or better looks pretty good. I expect her to win this match pretty comfortably. So um, that one will be – let me just double-check the timing on that. That one is this evening, um, right around 5.30. So a little dinner time, tennis, and then – Weather, weather, if the weather holds, we'll have some um, post-dinner tennis. You can have dessert, uh, first set overs, and a little Zidancic uh, as your main meal. Weather pending, guys. We can't control the weather. We can't control – nobody can control anything in Florida, guys. That's that, that state's just out of control. Always has been. So, and yeah, we'll have to dig in. I, my theory on what Brett just said, because Brett's not a Brett, – Brett is not an unreasonable person. He's He makes sense mostly. I've met him. It's, it's – Seems like a uh, guy who wouldn't broken. just mess with us. So I think the what he's saying is the rules of the tournament. Maybe the tournament decided we're not going to do the thing. Because how many times does that happen in tennis? We're like, oh, shit. It's actually stupider the... than what I was thinking. I thought maybe like the machine to close the roof was broken. But you're thinking they just decided not to close the roof. Yeah. Well, I mean, that ha how many times does that happen in, you know, like one of the majors where it's like, oh, they're closing the roof. Huge advantage for you know, player who does better when the court speeds are huge advantage better. for fans because tennis is happening. Yeah, How about that, that? That, that, that's the thing too. Like huge advantage for everybody involved because we're actually going to play the game. But I wonder if it's they just decided everything's outdoors. We're not going to we're not going to differentiate on that. So, which is silly because I mean, just the, the differences in courts. Once you get to like this point in the tournament, like the outer courts are playing so much differently anyway than they were a week ago because of how much tennis has been played on them with qualifiers and everything. Like things change. If that's the decision they made, then boo, boo hiss. But we'll we'll figure it out. We'll come back. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk some uh, 
talk some more golf. We'll talk some more basketball. We'll catch you then.